Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful hosts, Joel McDonald, that is me, and as always, my very, very good friend and co-host, Mr. Karen Morrison. How are you doing good, sir? Looking forward to spring. Yep, yep, yep. No, Hopefully bringing fairer weather and better health. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Riding, riding the, uh, the poor health train, everyone. Choo-choo. I... If I had to review it, if I had to rate it, mm. I would give it zero stars. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's fair. Do you remember that show review with Miles yes. Barlow? How yes. can I forget review of Miles yeah, Barlow? Yeah, right. Yeah, that, for some reason, when you were like, if I had to review it, I was like, that just popped into my head. Yeah. Good show. I wonder if that's anywhere to stream somewhere. Anyway, was it, I, was it on ABC? It I, was, I, but I, I don't know, know if it's still there. Probably not. Like, yeah, probably not. Assume, <laughs> assume no. Surely, maybe it's on YouTube somewhere. Like, Garth yeah. Marenghi's Dark Places. Uh, Bob, is it really on? Garth Marenghi's is yeah. Oh, you've. J- I, that's, I, okay, <laughs> after we finish recording, I'm going home to watch Well, that. then you're welcome. Yeah, thank you. That's amazing. Holy shit. I had a real hankering to watch that the other day. Anyway, I digress. We are, you know, riding that sick train. But, you know, the plus side is we got the spring weather coming through. It's coming through today a little bit, and that's all good because we'll start to feel better. But then we're going to go to a fucking convention for three days and then just feel worse after it. I will once again be doing what I did last year, which will be wearing a mask probably. Yeah, fair enough. That's fair. Only for for when I'm indoors, just because it's going to be busier this year. It's already sounding bigger. Mm -hmm. And like honestly, wearing a mask last year, I didn't come away sick. I'm like, well, that's a result to me, honestly. I, I think I just... I'm just so resigned to the fact that I'm just always sick now because I just I work. With- See, I'm not, and I don't like. I don't yeah. like being sick. So I'm like, I'm it's like, the worst. I'm just like, fucking bring it on, like, come at me, come at me, everything. Go, going for the uh, Mr. Burns approach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm just gonna just walk in there and just cough in my face. Oh, I mean, don't say that. Nah, though. nah. If you see Joel, don't cough in his face. Yeah, or do I don't, I don't care. I probably would care. <laughs> I think you would care. <laughs> and, and even if you didn't, I think anyone around you would care. <laughs> if I showed any other response that wasn't, oh, I think that would be cause for concern. Yes. Yeah. I imagine if an enforcer saw it, maybe like, get out. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm just like, oh, yeah. And they're just <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You it's get like, out. You definitely get out. <laughs> I just start crying. I, go, I don't know. <laughs> What's wrong with me? <laughs> um... Anyway, uh, so, yeah, looking forward to that. I think I'm just bringing out packs because I'm excited because my, my leave actually got approved, so I'm well, fucking excited we're now. We're barely over a month away. I know. So I, know. I think it's fair to officially, going. I mean, badge mail-outs ended, so mm-hmm. all the badges, so yep. should be coming out way soon. Mm-hmm. So I think it's fair to be officially excited now. I think, yeah, I think that was the last hurdle I had to get over, and now I'm just like, yeah, sick, let's do it. Um, yeah, very excited. So if you're going to be at PAX, hit us up, come and find us. We'll be around. I'll either be at PAX or at Bodies. Yep. Yeah. Fucking Bodies. Let's go. Um, eating chips. <laughs> eating chips. Watching people play oversized Jenga. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And then, like, kids trying to play Mario Kart yeah. on the big screen. <laughs> it was great. Karen, uh, what have you been up to apart from... Apart from games? Games and feeling a bit poorly. Uh, not a great deal. Like, I, like I'm still just watching Buffy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not really watching it. Oh, I did actually. I finally watched Guardians Three. Oh, how'd you think? What'd you think? It was great. Yeah, it's, it's fucking awesome. Easily now, like of all the MCU trilogies so far, my favorite one. Oh, it's. But again, a lot of that comes down to I just also just love the Guardians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's a lovely send off for them as well. That final sequence is beautiful. Which I I don't know if you've seen the video. Uh, uh, spoilers for Guardians Three. Like 
skip ahead like a couple of minutes, but um, <laughs> the yeah, as of now, so that um, Florence and the Machine song. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The dog yeah, days yeah. are over, and like it's just so beautiful. And I don't know if you've seen the now, video of the her, video watching, of her it. watching it. It's so wonderful, and seeing her just getting so invested in it as well, it made me so happy. Um, yeah, no, I yeah, I enjoyed that too, and it, it's it's shot so well. Uh, when it, like that part of the song where it has like the false ending and then when it comes back in you're like oh my gosh i love this so much um, yeah look it was just nice to was, i mean i mean i didn't i haven't hated any of the other stuff that vmc's done in the past year but it was nice to come out of it and be like oh no i liked that mm-hmm. and be a part of the chorus you yeah know, like, exactly I, and i know a lot of other people were like using it as out mm-hmm. but for me i'm like i'm hanging on to the marvels I'm just. I'm at least into the Marvels. Look, I'm just the TV show stuff. Like, yeah, I haven't still haven't watched um, like Secret Wars yet. But Secret I, Invasion. A Secret Invasion. Sorry, Secret Wars is coming. That might be the thing that might revitalize things. I don't know. It's so far away, it. Joel. Like, it is it, so far away. Get there still. It is so far away. But like, if they can get there, I think there might be interesting stuff to say about that. But um, I don't know. I just I'll fucking go and see these movies and I'll watch these TV shows. Like. Uh, well, for the most part, I watch these TV shows. Um, but the movies, I think, I just I enjoy just going to the movies and seeing the new, my new sto- the new stories. So, but yeah, Marvels, I'm very excited for. Yeah, Marvels, I'm super fucking keen for. And also, um, Guardians kicks ass. Yeah, Guardians three was great. Very happy. Um, super good idea to make it ro- like focus it on Rocket. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think I'm realizing that's why I don't like two so much is because it's very Star Lord. Mm. I'm like, I got nothing against you, Star Lord. But here's other characters. <laughs> it's true. I, it, yeah. I. It's good that they did that in two, though, because then we can get to three. Where we I know. That yeah, rocket yeah. story. But, Absolutely. And I do. There's some stuff about two. Like I think ego was so fascinating, and it was such a cool idea. And that goddamn that the thing that is, one part. The thing that's so interesting about all the ego stuff. It's like it's. I want to get into the wider MCU, but now we just have celestials. And yeah. I was like, oh yeah, remember ego? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, mean, I don't know. It's, it's one of those weird things. As the universe gets bigger and they keep dead. introducing more characters, you're like, oh, he was a Celestial? Well, at one point, that was a massive deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, eh, whatever. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's on, the, on Earth, hanging out on the top. Yeah. So for me, I think it goes, yeah, Guardians 1, Guardians 3, Guardians 2, with probably the holiday special above Guardians 2. Mm, interesting. I, I, I really love the holiday special because I, I do here's the well. thing. I really love mantis and tracks together yeah that's also very good great combination yeah i uh, i still like when i rewatched two recently i because i remember watching it and being like yeah i loved it like the first time and i like, really enjoyed it Rewatching it again i was just like i don't know why i just hit a bit differently and i was like oh, i don't know this is very good i still i i don't know if i can pick up i mean i think the original guardians is still the best just because yeah. it was yeah it's it's for one it's the it's, first one yeah it is that's like that's that is the one um but yeah, it's still very, very good. And I think two's a pretty good movie. And three is fantastic. And that holiday special is going to be, I'm no joke, going to watch that every year at Christmas time. That's going to be my new tradition. And I guess, like, if you if you want Guardians 2 to not be on the bottom, I could put, like, the Guardian segments from Infinity War and, um, and Endgame and Fall of the Thunder, Thunder beneath yeah. it. Just the Thor Love and Thunder stuff feels really. Like I, I, I am one of the few people that 
enjoys Thor Love and Thunder, but I think the Guardian stuff was just like, oh. The Guardian stuff was just there because they were like, oh, we left Thor with the Guardians. <coughs> yeah. Like, we gotta, we've got to get him away from the Guardians. And, and Guardians, the original Guardians 3 didn't happen, so yeah, suddenly Thor Love and Thunder's got this Guardians problem. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I just, I don't, yeah, it, it's a shame. Like, I think maybe it's on me for, like, hyping it up too much of like, no. what it could be, but, like, yeah. No. Oh, yeah, I don't know. No, I, I do agree. But yeah, so there you go. Guardians 2 not technically on the bottom. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Okay, there you go. <laughs> right. Um, I've dabbled in a few things this week. Uh, Always Sunny, season 16, finally fucking got to us plebs in Australia via Disney+. Plus. Yeah. So Haven't watched that. Haven't watched New Futurama. Haven't watched New What We Do in the Shadows. Instead, have just been watching Buffy. <laughs> yep. No, fair enough. <laughs> like, fair I'm enough. so behind on new stuff to watch old stuff. It's I've just like- easier. It's just easier. Yeah, exactly. I watched um yeah three episodes of season sixteen and like this the third episode within the first five minutes there was I, I think at least four C bombs and I'm like this uh, my god this show I'm just glad they get to make the show still it, that's it like it's it, it's so it's so incredibly horrible but it's also so incredibly aware of its horribleness and that's what makes it so great I could go into it. Great detail about how why I, why I like that show, and also why I get why people don't like it. It's totally fair, but yeah, it is just nice to to have like it's always sunny as a, a constant in my life at this stage. Um, I did also check out the first episode of. This is going to sound make me sound old. Um, the first episode of the reboot of Mother and Son, which I mean, if you're in Australia and you're, <laughs> I don't know. Over 45, you probably understand what I'm talking about. But Mother and Son was a show, like a sitcom, like ABC sitcom from like the 19, early 90s, I'd say, uh, with Norman Gunston um, and, uh, is it Norman Gunston? I can't remember the guy. John, this is him. all you. Like, the guy you, that played you, Norman Gunston anyway. Him, then, yeah. his, that's his character. I can't remember his name. Um, and Ruth Cracknell as well. It was like a, a mother and son. And their antics they get up to that living together and all sort of stuff. Um, I know it's, it's it's actually a lot more interesting and, and funny than it sounds. But I helped direct like a live stage ad- adaptation of it, of like three episodes of it, um, like quite a few years ago now. So I've got a little bit of like a, a sentimental attachment to it. Uh, and I saw them all doing a reboot of it. Um, and in the, the the mother and son role, it's um, Matt O'Kine and Denise Scott. And I was like, well. I like both of those a lot, <laughs> and I like watching them and things. Um, and then, yeah, the first episode came out. It's really good. It's really nice. I really enjoyed it. That's so, good. Um, yeah, that's what I've been dabbling about this week. Um, and then I've just, I mean, we're, we're, spoiler alert, we're not doing a quest log this week. So uh, No. Yeah. No quest log. No quest log. We've got a few things to talk about. but A few, a lot, a lot of, uh, you say a few things like it's not much. I'm just like casually down. We had a surprisingly packed week and I'm already seeing something we're not talking about in the latest news segment of a website we're looking at. Oh my God. Because yeah, I right. refuse to even humor the PlayStation portal. I'm just not doing it. It's, look. There is a market for it. I, I, I it's just, not me. I, that's it. It's not us. I did, and I totally get that. Considering his Wi-Fi is like streaming only, probably not Australia. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, it's not even streaming only. It's only Wi-Fi. Like you can only oh, do it via Wi-Fi. God. Yeah. It's yeah. There's a hard to hold rabbit hole. We could go down. Um, and the the earbuds and the headphones and stuff. But like I've been so doubling, expensive. Yeah, so expensive. But yeah, if that's what you're looking for, I guess. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I've just been dabbling in um, Heroes of Hammerwatch that I picked up. It's a fun roguelike that's 
I don't know, I've eaten up my fucking time. Um, surprise, surprise. And uh, yeah, that's all I've been doing this last week. But as I said, no quest log this week. So I think we're just going to put it into a, a bonus round, I guess. Like, yeah. yeah, let's do a bonus round. <laughs> Bonus round. The bonus round is our uh, unclassified segment of the show where we just, whatever we want to talk about, if it doesn't really fit into a dope or nope or it's not a game that we've been playing, it's probably going to end up here. Um, and like we mentioned before, quite a lot of things happened this week that um, are worth giving some time to, so we'll give varying amounts of time to said things. Starting off with Gamescom has kicked off as of recording right now in Cologne, Germany. Yeah, I think it's heading into its public days this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so the, the biggest in-person gaming event, I think is what they call describe it as. Um, Sucked in E3. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, you it, lose again. Everyone just like sinking the boot in. Um, but yeah, so um, Gamescom always always a bit of a, a big deal and always a fun time. Some interesting stuff that usually comes out of it. So. It's one of those things that's definitely gotten bigger over the years. I remember like following E3 for so many years. Whenever it got to Gamescom, I would be aware of it, but I'll be like, it's just Gamescom. Bro. Yeah. But then as gaming got even bigger and more games were coming out and more months were being filled up with games, clearly having one event was not enough. So yeah. Gamescom has just naturally grown. And I think even more so now that E3 is currently... MIA. And also too that considering like a lot of studios are European yeah, based anyway as well. So like it's it's you know, a lot of especially AAA stuff is usually European or has a European studio involved somewhere. Yeah. Which is um yeah, a, a probably an interesting factor into why Gamescom's so popular. But yeah, it is like a what's like a week long, isn't it? Like four or five days long. Yeah, because there's like two or three press days and then the public days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is um, how everyone wanted E3 to do things. Exactly. Yep. Uh, but Jeff Keighley has got his uh, his little hands in there now. And so the last few years now, he's been doing an opening night live presentation, uh, stage show event, um, which is, yeah, just on, on the opening night of Gamescom. He has like a big showcase of fun stuff. Um, he did sort of get out ahead of it. And he I think he's learned his lesson now of like, setting expectations um, and was like, hey, there's going to be no new game reveals here. It's going to be... Uh, well, well, no massive... Like, he was no, basically like no like no massive surprise. Like, yeah. no Elden Ring trailers nah, or like nah. rebirth level like, oh, like reveals. Silk Song yeah. Shadow Drops or whatever, you know. Silk Song was a big one, I think, because everyone's feverishly waiting for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, it was, it was you know, we, there was some fun surprises. It's good to sort of set your expectations. I think... Having your expectations set, I think, um, would make you enjoy this presentation a lot oh, more. Oh, yeah, no, I think it definitely, yeah. like, I think we actually talked about it briefly on the episode last week, but it helped. Like, mm-hmm. going into this knowing what level of excitement to expect definitely helped me come out there and be like, that was, that was pretty good. Like, yeah. it didn't blow me away, mm-hmm. uh, but it was it was good. It wasn't yeah. bad. Some cool surprises, some cool new trailers for games I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're going to go through like piece by piece and, you know, all the stuff that was announced. We're going to skip over a lot of it because a lot of it was probably not really interesting to yeah. us. But and honestly, there's only two of us, so we, we cannot officially fairly yeah. do a dope or nope. This so. is, yeah, this is as close to a dope or nope as we can do with only two people. We're skirting the rules. Even, even though we did it for 
fucking four years. I know, <laughs> but, but now, we've, now we've tasted how it should be done. Yeah, I know. It, it feels wrong to do it now. It doesn't feel right, yeah. Um, so, for, uh, starting off, the show started off with uh, Starfield. Got a, like, a presentation. I am at musical performance from the musical director um, playing the theme. And then there was, like, a live-action trailer that showed after it as well. Yeah, it's... Starfield looks cool. I mean, I'm going to... When it comes out, I'm going to see if my PC can run it. Mm. I doubt it can. I'm going to... I'll give it a shot. <laughs> maybe for shits and giggles, I'll just load it up on my Series S and just watch it melt. Oh, my God. Um, That's... Yeah, maybe. I'll see. There was an interruption in between here as well. Yes. Another so, person rushed Jeff Keighley's stage. Ugh, so... Um, Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna I, I'd like probably and take the stance that we're both probably gonna take that a lot of other like uh, gaming outlets have taken as well, which is just like to step in here and be like, "Don't fucking do this. Just don't do it. Don't like, do it. You're not like no one thinks you're cool. Here's, no one thinks you're interesting. No one's gonna care about your cause if you've got something to say. Like d- this is this not guy the way didn't to go have about a it. fucking cause. He just got up and all it was GTA Six, and then yeah. by that point, security will quick at least. Yeah. Um, but it definitely, like, you can tell it rattled Jeff for the next, like, cup Because, like, this, these shows are planned and rehearsed mm-hmm. and set up. And then that happens, like, yeah. immediately. He bases it in the most, like, polite and applicable way that he could. He basically just said, get fucked. Yeah. Like, to, to yeah. The, uh, on stage. Um, I think... There's a tweet going around that he posted afterwards. It was like all the pe- all the relevant people that were involved have been taken care of, and everyone's just like Jeff. Like I was listening to the Besties podcast before. It is, they're it like, is, it is similar to when the other guy yeah, ran up. They're like, are you are you having these people murdered? Like, Jeff, is this that's pretty dark, Jeff? <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. Like we all agree it was a bad thing, but it wasn't that bad. Um. But yeah. Also, just don't fucking do just it. Don't, don't don't be a dick. Don't be an asshole. Um. Yeah more Starfield after Yeah, said, that was when the live action thing yeah. played after like after that. Which is why it was so weird. I thought it was very funny to hear that Todd, ha- Todd, Todd Howard had never been to Gamescom. That was interesting. That was really interesting, wasn't I was like, it? All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And now's probably a good time. Yeah, why like, not? Yeah, why not? On the precipice of having like this brand new IP for them. Their to- first new IP in twenty five years, years, as he saw he loves to say that. I, I know, but like is that a good good thing? I don't know. I mean, it's not necessarily their fault, I guess. I guess, yeah. Um, the problem is their games take so long to make. So also like, very true. He says 25 years, but it's, that's like a couple of Fallouts and a couple of Elder Scrolls. <laughs> yep. That, yeah, that's, yeah, that is. That's like, <laughs> fuck. Um, the games take that long. Because they're massive. Like, I get why they take so long, <laughs> but, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, the love and cares. I know why it's, it sounds good, you know? It does, yeah. It's, it's like when Splatoon was being first talked about, and a lot of places would talk about it, it would be like, the first new IP from Nintendo. And yeah. Like, it's like, yeah, I, you're technically correct. Yes. Yeah, I'll go one better and I'll like say that like that when they started doing that about arms. Yeah. At yeah. least Splatoon took off like oh. to a degree. Like As everyone says, arms. arms didn't have legs. Oh, it fucking doesn't. It did not. Um, well, it does have legs. Two sets of legs now, uh, which is A Little Nightmares 3. I have not played any of these games. No. I feel like I should, but... What I didn't know, the best surprise out of all of this was, like, now Supermassive are making this one? Yeah, so there was a whole thing of, like, the developers, I can't remember who the names are, um, who originally made Little Nightmares, after two were like, we're done, and basically Bandai Namco have the rights to the IP, and they were like, cool, they can do whatever they want with it, and they just walked away. Um, 
So I I think I've heard, um, I think it's kind of funny we're talking about it, that Supermassive actually helped out with Little oh, Nightmares 2. There you go. So it was kind of maybe like a, you know, bridging the gap sort of thing. So that it's in, I mean, it's in pretty good hands. So Supermassive sort of know what they're doing when they're making yeah. like creepy fun things like this. Um, yeah, Little Nightmares is always an interesting... It's, they seem like I've heard from... Everything I've heard from people who play them, I should probably check them out. Yeah, I feel but like... I just haven't gotten around to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's going to have co-op this time, which is cool. Very cool. Coming um, next year. Coming out next year. Uh, we also got another look at the game that we're both convinced still isn't real, uh, which is Black Myth Wukong. Um, Every time I see this game, it looks sick, but like I feel like I've been seeing it a lot. <laughs> it looked a little bit more... I don't know, like complete this time i like it, sure. it wasn't just like it looked a little bit more than just a vertical slice but there was just a lot of vertical slices um including the vertical well, the horizontal slice that took off the uh cool guitar player's head very cool though uh, it was fucking awesome like, like if this if this game comes out i will play it oh yeah absolutely it looks amazing this game looks so the, good the press article here refers to it as monkey king souls like and yeah that sounds yep. pretty accurate and it's also why i'm in mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, this looks really, really cool. Um, so, yeah. It, 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 no date, no platforms. Nah. Just like, hey, remember this cool looking game? See ya. It's like, they're, all right. They've got like one more trailer like that in them before everyone starts yeah. to go, hang on a minute. Like, obviously, like, I don't want to rush development. Of course but, like, not. I would just like to know a bit more about what it will possibly maybe be releasing on. And Hope- also an idea of when-ish. <laughs> yeah, I get This, this looks like an actual... Trailer for a video game wasn't just like a on like gaming bible on Facebook. This new open world RPG was yeah. I fucking love those. They fuck. They they kill me. They kill me so. Gaming bible. That might be a fun game. Like game we could play one day. Just like collect a whole bunch of those and just sort of like talk about them on a show one day. Jesus. Really quiet week of news. We could do that. That'd be fun because there's some fucking weird shit on there that people talk about. Um. Anyway. Killing Floor 3, it's coming out. It's going to be running in Unreal Engine. Um, uh, Unreal Engine 5. Neat. Um, I mean, I, I've i played a bit of 2. It seems like a game I should love, but I didn't... It just didn't I, click, did it? I did bounced off of it. Yeah. I don't like, know what it is, because it's, like, it's just like Left for Dead, but with, you know, more mechanics, I guess. Like, more emphasis on, like, upgrading and... And that's the thing. I think that's where it goes wrong yeah. for me. Like, if you, if you get into the weeds with it and you really start to click with it, I'm sure it's a lot of fun. But, like... When I'm playing a game like that, I don't want that. I just want to fucking mow down hordes and hordes of fucking enemies with my mates. Like, that's what I want to do with those games. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure there are people out there that are very excited about Killing Floor 3 coming sometime. I don't know. Yeah. Um, things that are out, like, immediately that sort of shadow dropped. Age of Empires 4 on Xbox came out on Game Pass that day. Hey, look, if that's the only way you can play Age of Empires 4... Good for you. I'll stick to mouse and keyboard, though. Yeah, I mean, look, it, they've proven they can make it work. So, like, functionally. I mean, fucking Baldur's Gate 3 as well is another case of that, where it's like, they can make it work, and it's probably, you know, a good thing you can do. Yeah, like, interested. again, happiest an option. But even, like, with Baldur's Gate 3, I can... As someone who played Divinity Original Sin, I'm like, cool, yeah. But, like, the way that an Age of Empires game plays, I just... 
for my I just need my mouse and keyboard. I, was for it, like click and drag and all this sort of more the the features that they have in it for for Xbox seems pretty cool. Like being able to rally troops together, yeah, like Pikmin style. Like that's what I thought. I was, I was like, yeah, it was Pikmin style is a very good way of describing yeah, it. Yeah, it, it was it just like in, yeah, like, just like you press you the blow button. on your horn and they fucking come to the middle of the the screen and and line themselves up ready to to march into war. Um, but yeah, it's out now if you're interested and you want to play it. It's on Game Pass. You can play it on Xbox. Uh, Zack Snyder showed up to show a trailer for Rebel Moon. I didn't watch this trailer because I watched Kind of Funny react to this whole presentation and they cut away from it because they were like, we don't want to risk getting a copyright strike on it. I'm like, cool. So I still haven't watched this trailer. I watched it and I can't remember any of it. <laughs> yeah, apparently the action looks really cool. but it Sounds like a Zack Snyder movie. Yeah, uh, and they're also saying yeah, part one's coming out December, 21, uh, December 22nd. Part two's coming out in April next year. And I feel like he also threw around some really weird baseless ideas for a game based in this universe but it was just all just like well there is a game being made there is yes. okay so all right, he says he said that um there's a game okay, that's good is... i guess because i was watching on this like is there a game coming or are you just talking about what you'd want the game to be so, don't answer Zack snyder because I, I i honestly don't really care to be honest so here's the thing it's gonna i i, I am hedging my bets it's gonna be a mobile game because the company that's making it is super evil super evil mega corp who made oh, Vainglory. Oh, no, that's right. That's where that, that and, name did show up. Yeah, so they made Vainglory, which is the uh, mo- uh, mobile MOBA. Um, and they also made... There's a game that just came out on Apple... It's on fucking Apple Arcade, though, because I can't play it. There's a, a new TMNT, like, brawler game that sounds really fucking cool. It's like a roguelike Ninja Turtles game. I'm like, that sounds awesome. Let me play it. And they're like, nah, Apple Arcade, It'll bitch. come to Switch in like a year. I fucking hope so, because I want to play it. Um, and it looks really good. I've heard some people play it, and they said, actually, this is kind of fun. Um, so, yeah, my my bet is it's going to be a mobile game. So, I don't know. Get excited for that. If you're excited for it. You can't make me. Oh, I could if I tried, but I can't be bothered. Uh, Crimson Desert got shown off next. This is from uh, Pearl Abyss, the team behind Black Desert Online. Oh, the character creator game. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I know, I know there's an MMO as well, but yeah. let's be honest, everything we saw about that game was how amazing the character creator was. I mean, it's pretty fucking It's a pretty impressive. amazing yeah. character creator. I'm not going to hold that against it. It's good. Yeah, but it's like, if you've ever looked at like Black Desert Online and went, man, I wish I could play that without the MMO stuff, well, have I got news for you? Because Crimson Desert looks just like that, except it's sort of more, I don't know, medieval like there were, vibes there were, to it. There were parts of his trail where I was like, "Did you, you guys liked Tears of the Kingdom?" I guess then. Like, yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, just fucking riding a horse off the cliff and then turning into a bird, diving back to the land, I diving was like, down, diving into a hole that looked like it was going into the depth. Yeah, um, yeah, hundred um, percent. There's like this trailer had fucking everything in it. There also, was like all the fun parts from all the games that you really like. A lot of the stuff just like. Reminded me of um, Dragon's Dogma as well. Right, interesting. Just some of the like combat stuff, and yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Just I don't know why I can't. But like, again, if, if it's another one of those games where hey, if it comes out, I might give it a look because I do lo- like Black Desert Online is gorgeous, but I do not want to play an MMO. Yeah, not like that at least. Because if there was if there was an MMO I was going to play, there's many more prioritized to higher up it. the list. Yeah, for sure. But this game, single player, 
you know, could be could be fun. Yeah, I must admit, when I was watching this, I was like, ah, oh, it's fucking dip, Black Desert Online people. Okay, it's another fucking MMO, I guess. But then, the, yeah, I was watching kind of funny react to it, and I was like, they were like, no, actually, like this is apparently like a single player experience. And I was like, okay, you could fucking like horse and cart jack people, you could which do is all great. All sorts of shit. <laughs> Some the fucking pole vaulting over the enemy wall into like an enemy camp. That was pretty cool too. There's some cool shit in there as well. Um, next up, we got Ice T showed up to talk about Payday Three. He's going to be in it um, because, in his words, he knows a lot about heists. So I'm like, can you say that? I that I okay. Can you be care- Ice T? Be careful. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he has he's his own heist mission in Payday Three, um, which you know the game's coming out soon. So Payday Three. One thing I'll say about it. And I know I didn't expect it to be revolutionary, but like as I was watching it, I was like, this just sort of looks like Payday 2. Again. So I was watching kind of funny react to this, and um, Snowbike Mike actually has gone hands on with this. And he's like, Yeah, because it was a beta a few weeks ago, I think. Yeah. And he's like, Look, it's more Payday. That's like, so if you like Payday, you're going to like this. Um, that puts me in a very. Yeah. Sticky situation. Yes, because I don't. I like Payday One. Mm. I don't really like Payday Two. I am so certain this is going to be like Battle Pass. I don't know if it will be. You don't reckon? No, I just. I think. And again, it's so weird. I, I. It doesn't feel right that I should be in this position saying it. I kind of wish it was, or okay. at least like, I don't know. We'll see. Because if if the unlockables play out like Payday Two, I hated that shit. Mm. I hated it so much. Yeah, it was I mean, the trailer times. showed a lot of people with silences on their weapons, and that was my biggest problem in Payday 2. Mm-hmm. So I guess as long as you get them pretty early. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I keep waiting to be wowed by this game. Yeah. Like, and again, not that I have high expectations, because like I said, I'm not a massive fan of Payday 2. Right. But I I remember the days of Payday 1. Yeah. And much more. Again, for the same similar reasons as like Killing Floor and like versus Left 4 Dead, Payday 1 was a much simpler game, and I really mm-hmm. liked it for that. And Payday 2's got all this other stuff. I run the same diamond heist like 20 times to make any progress and it just, I just get sick of it. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know. I kind of just yearn for the simpler days. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm curious about this. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm very Some curious. Game Pass at least, so. True, actually, yeah. The barrier range can be slightly lower and if we decide we want to dive into it more, exactly. we can pick up a copy on PlayStation. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, next up, we got a look at Assassin's Creed Mirage again. Um, stop showing me this game like <laughs> stop it it's a shorter game you've been showing the whole thing I know like the trailer looked amazing but I was yeah I don't know um, if yeah. I, like, when I, I I will eventually play it because I am excited not immediately because my calendar's packed mm-hmm. but it looks good but yeah and I, I liked that it's um it's kind of full Arabic voice work as well that's really cool yeah that's really really neat as well Um, I look it's a fair job I just don't I, make yourself talk about I it I don't I've said my piece we can move on I don't I, I, like, I get why people are excited about Assassin's Creed. I've just, I've, I've blocked that franchise out of my life because I'm like, I just don't have the time or the care for it. I tried, but yeah, very excited for the people who are excited for that game. Uh, we're going to look at Tekken 8 again. Um, With a date this time and yeah. Harada on stage as well. Yes. Very cool. Um, the, we're going to look at the single player mode, which is called Arcade Quest. Which is, again, I'm just going to keep going to kind of funny because how I watch them, they're like, they're like, oh shit, we get to go play Tekken as our Xbox 360 character avatars. And I was like, that's 
bang on what yeah, this like, is. <laughs> I was watching ECRs and I'm like, oh, we get to make memes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. Like, okay, sure. Um, I like the idea of it though. Like, it's, it's a cute. It's a, it's a fun idea. Like, I had to do something right because mm-hmm. Street Fighter took the best idea already. Yep. Like having you make an avatar and then that's who you take into the arcades. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah, it's pretty neat. Um, so yeah, we also got a date for that as well, January twenty sixth, coming out for Tekken Eight. Neither Good of... time to be into fighting games, honestly. Yeah, oh, yeah. Street Fighter Six rave reviews, Mortal Kombat One looking amazing, and to, to keep putting out trailers and yep. announcing things that are in that game, I was like, I'm not gonna fucking play Mortal Kombat One. Yeah, like... Tekken Eight's coming out early next year. Mm-hmm. Grand Blue Fantasy versus Relink is next year. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just. Good time to like fighting games. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, next up, uh, Modern Warfare 3. We got to look at Cod Block. Yeah, the Cod Block. We got uh, to look at a, a mission playthrough, which I just didn't do it anything just... for me. It did not sell that game very well. I'm sure if you're excited for Modern Warfare 3, you probably were pretty happy with this. And you probably don't way. care what we think. For me, the big uh, thing is all the talk I was seeing leading up to this was about how, like, open combat missions, they talk about freedom. All this, and I'm like, I get why that wasn't something that would play well on this particular stage, but to then, to hear all that stuff and be like, okay, like, that could be very interesting. And mm. then we get a 10 minute demo of what, if you will ask me, it's just like, that could be from Modern Warfare 2. Yep. Like, Absolutely. I don't, I don't know, man. The original Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I guess. Yeah, just like upscale. Just like um, super upscale. They did say they're going to have, yeah, 16 uh, maps from like original Modern Warfare 2. Uh, being remade for it, uh, and an open-world zombies mode set in-universe, which is pretty neat. So I guess um, that'll be, like, sort of, like, Red Dead I, I look, on, Yeah, maybe. I think it's just, uh, in my mind, it, if it's in-universe, they're probably going to use, like, the fucking Warzone map or something like just that. just with zombies. Yeah. So they're basically and, making a DayZ. Yeah, but, like, because the zombies modes are interesting, and I kind of would the, love to be able to get into them a bit more. The but, zom- like, of the CODs I've dabbled in the zombie mm. stuff has been my favorite stuff yeah yeah, um, yeah it's just like wave defense and you, you block up windows and upgrade weapons yeah it's just a yeah. it's a fun mode you had like the vending machines to upgrade so yeah it's yeah. cool it's cool shit um but yeah i mean look if you're excited about modern Warfare 3 you like you said karen you probably don't care about what we're thinking no, and good what news, we're saying it's so. coming up in november so it's real close yeah you get excited for it uh now we gotta look at nightingale coming up next um coming up uh early access in february 22nd next year um, this is the first time I've seen this game, like, and I was, I, I've gone, oh, actually, this is kind of fun. I mean, it's the first time I've shown gameplay, I think. Yeah. Maybe, or maybe it's like, like I it, think it might be, yeah. Because it's always one of those ones that's showed up as like, as like conceptual sort of trailers and you're mm-hmm. like, that sounds interesting. Yeah. So seeing an action was cool. I do, I'm a sucker for like crafting survival, but. I don't love this. <laughs> we'll see. Like, I still, like. My heart is still set on Valheim whenever it gets an update, mm-hmm. and currently second second place is a game coming up in October, which is that Minds of Mario game. Oh yeah, yeah. So like, it's just eh, it looks cool, but I'm not sure I, if I'll be able to fit it in. Minds of Moira, as I pronounced oh my, it last time. Oh my god, I'll skin you. I'll, <laughs> I will flay you. It's okay, calm down. We can talk about something else that you like. Grand Blue Fantasy, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink uh, is coming out. 
Uh, February 1st, next Bad year. Bad date, Ground Blue. What's on that day? Nothing on that day, but Persona 3 is the next day. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Ground Oof. Blue. And I want to play this game. Yeah, and this it, game looks cool. I mean, it's it's always, it's always one of the most interesting games, I think, that I've been sort of following these last few years. Because when it was first revealed, it was being made by Platinum. But then it, now it's not being made by Platinum. It's being made by Psy Games themselves. So I think it's going to lose some of that flash, but I still want to check it out. Because Ground Blue Fantasy is a game... I would love to play, but the main platform it's on, like the mobile version, isn't available in Australia. Yeah. So I could only play it by like back, like getting a the APK off the internet, yeah, right. or like playing it on an Android emulator on my PC. And like, just let me play the damn game. Sly games. And then they're like, what if we put it out the day before well, the remaster yeah. of like one of your favorite games of all time? Then you will probably lose, I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unfortunate. Um, cool trailer though. So yeah, look, yeah. look, I'll I'll definitely will check it out. Just mm-hmm. so it won't be on February first. Um, there, Gina Torres was there. Gina Torres, <laughs> fucking great. Uh, she's in. I, I didn't know she was in Immortals of Avian. Me neither. Um, a, a very like from what I can tell, swimming in sevens game. Press um, gave it a nine. Uh, okay. There's some good scores. Like, there are some good scores. I, I'm, this I'm, is a game that I def- I've like honestly chucked on my PlayStation wish list. I I'm, think so, I too. would like to give it a shot. It seems like, again, I say Swimming with Sevens and it makes it sound like it's a bad thing, but absolutely not. It's like this game seems to know what it, exactly what it's trying to do and it just seems yeah. like scratch and itch that um, again, might be we spoke to scratch. We were talking about this before the show. It's one of those games that I'm like, man, you look like you're straight out of the PS3 era, yeah. but you look fun. So, yeah. like, what the hell? Why not? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Like, modern day Hexen, and, like, made, like, a new Doom. Like, sign me up. That sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I might add this to my wish list as well. Yeah. Chuck um, it on there. Yeah. Thinking of things that I fucking really want to play, and it still that hasn't released date or anything on it, uh, we got to look at Zenless Zone Zero, which is the, uh, the new, new MiHoYo game. Um, coming to the Hoyaverse. I'll be honest, the trailer wasn't good. This was not a good trailer. The trailer was pretty no, bad. The other trailers that they've put out have been much better than this. I was this. just watching a trailer, I'm like, what, just, why is the action so weird? Yeah, like, the other trailers have been much better than this Yes. One. Um, but I'm still hyped as shit to play this game. I fucking signed up to the mailing list, uh, to the, um, like, I, like, pre-register list or whatever this shit, because I'm like, I want to play this game. This looks great. This looks like the, the fucking Hoyaverse game to get me in the door. Like... Yeah, it's super stylish, super, like, gives me, like, trigger anime vibes, and that's always a big tick for me, <laughs> like, in terms of its tone. Um, uh, but, yeah, on the... Uh, this, was a, this was a Hoyoverse block. Yeah, exactly. Um, this is the uh, Jeff Keighley Painage Bills segment of the show. Uh, Honkai Star Rail showed up again as well. Uh, there's a PS5 technical test taking sign-ups at the moment. Um, but, yeah. Soon for PlayStation fans, Honkai Star Rail game, it's uh, doing pretty well. And then Genshin Impact had a look at that as well. Um, new trailer, new region, new character. Uh, yep. Genshin, Genshin Impact is a game that I would love to play. Yep. But it's so much game. There's so much there. And now they're like, what if we did a second one and then we do a third one? I'm like, man, I. I couldn't keep up with the first one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, when I say I'm really excited to play Zenless Zone Zero, like, I, I'm going to play that for, like, six months, and then I'm going to fall off for a couple of months, and it'll come really? back, and it'll be a completely different game. I'm curious, because, like, I can usually play these games up until I see a cool character, and I'm like, I'm not buying currency to pull for it, so then I just pretty much log out. 
Yeah, it's probably right. I'm, I'm like, at most six months. That's probably what I'll say. Okay. I will hold. I'll like when it comes out and you start playing. I'll be marking that day you and also, tracking it. You also know my like personality I know. type. And I'm, I'm counting like, on it. I'll get to the point where I'm just like, where you were just like, oh, I'm not going to put my camera. I'm like, oh, but I've, I didn't pay anything for the game. And it's really good. And I'm like, oh, here's a couple of dollars. Wait till you see like the, the, the bundle prices for the yeah, for currencies. fucking horrid. Um, yeah. Anyway. Lords of the Fallen. I'm going to do a trailer for that. Like a story trailer. Um, game looking cautiously good. Yeah. I probably won't have time to get to it, but. I had written this off after the original Lord of the Lords of the Fallen. Lord, was it just called Lord of the? Fallen? It was called Lord of the Fallen, and that's yeah. what this was supposed to be like a remake of Lord of the Fallen. But then they made it its own sort of thing, and now it's called Lords of the Fallen. I imagine because they were making it, they were like, "This game's just better." Yeah, fuck it, let's make it its own thing. It's like a soft reboot for the franchise, <laughs> yeah. I think. Um, yeah, I mean, as someone who played, because these guys made the Surge, didn't they? Yeah, Surge one and two. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think it was this same developer. Okay. Well, I don't think it was. Anyway, never mind. The guys but, who made Lord, Lord of the Fallen made yeah, the Surge games. I fucking, I fucking love the Surge. I, I, I had a really good time with the Surge. It was a good game. I never played the second one. Should get to it one day. But um, yeah, I really enjoyed the Surge. I liked like hacking limbs off and like just taking those limbs and just mashing them on my body. Yeah. Because um, Lord of the Fallen and the two Surge games were, were made by Deck 13. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so yeah. this is a new development studio. Right, yeah. That's horrible. Hexworks and yeah. CI Games. Um, Sonic Superstars is coming out. Oh, Can just I just say? The fucking worst time. I know. They announced that date and I was like, Mario is three days later. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that you're going to automatically lose to Mario but if you put out a 2D Sonic game, and there's a 2D Mario yep. game right there. Yep. So- and I've got to say, speaking of bad trailers, did not show this game very well. This game looks um, super just whatever. I don't know. I, I'm, the, I'm not the person asking about 2D That's Sonic. That's also very true. Like, yeah, I, I have I have an axe to grind with Sonic when it comes to anyway. Like, the I'm reason just- why this bit cracked me up, and it's not even their fault, you didn't watch the Carl Bossman pre-show, did you? No. He, he like, one of his hype points was just like, there is Sonic news in, in the opening of my life. I'm like, oh, I cannot wait for the Sonic news to get here. And this, and was this and the, and the Frontier stuff. And I was like, Yeah, so Sonic, Fr- Sonic Frontier is also getting uh, the Final Horizon DLC, which is a um, it's a free update. Free update. Which is cool, but yep. that trailer was so weird. Yeah. So again, I'm not the person to talk to about Sonic. So it's, hey. so it says like new playable characters. I think I read somewhere that like uh, Amy Knuckles and uh, Tails are going to be playable in this one as well. Cool, which yeah, neat, awesome. Um, yeah, I watched. I look forward to watching the Game Grumps play. I was going to say yeah, I, like Game Grumps watching watching them play that, and then also listening to the soundtrack because it fucking slaps. God, those boss songs are amazingly good. It's ridiculous. With Kellen Quinn from Insane. fucking. Sleeping with sirens on vocals. Oh, damn. Damn. Um, but yeah, so that's coming out uh, September 28th. Uh, and yeah, <laughs> Sonic, Super, Sonic Superstar is coming out October God, 17th. so close to Mario Wonder. Just, it's such a dumb... Nintendo gave you, like, so much time to reconsider. Look, it's such a dumb... And they just was like, not we're no, committed we're to this. we're sticking to this date. No one made you, like... Oh. God damn it. Anyway, the first Descendant... Um, live service RPG shooter. So this is, uh, this is another Destiny, Destiny clone by the looks of things. 
Um, I don't like to be re- reductive, but yeah, like when I we watched the like watching the trailer and then rewatching it again earlier, I was like, I just see Destiny, Warframe, Anthem, and I just yeah. maybe it's good. Like there is an open, uh, yeah, crossplay open beta in October. Mm-hmm. Maybe people will play it and be like, hey, it's actually sick, and I'll be like, okay, cool. Well, here's the thing: like, th- there might be a lot of people out there that want to get into something like Destiny or Warframe, and like, but the ship has. Pretty sad, especially with Destiny, because Destiny's, yeah, we'll talk about that later, but like, it's, it, it is, it is a, an uphill battle if you were someone coming in fresh right now. I mean, yes, but also, even though it's coming in fresh, like Destiny, it's confusing, but fuck, it plays so good. And yeah, it feels good to play. Yeah. So, I mean, Bungie, it's like, best in the biz. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, look, if, if, uh, I don't even know who's making this, but, um, if they can, if the first descendant can, like, nail even a fraction of that some people might be that might be enough for them so um yeah i don't know interested to see what this one's i'll look at it from a distance and be like oh cool and then when it's like everyone's like oh it's fucking sick it'll be too late and i'll be like oh i can't jump in now yeah anyway (laughs) uh we're gonna have a trailer for under the waves which is a a game being published by quantic dream it is coming out like next week i really (laughs) want to play it but again it's not a good time to come out for me it's like again it's on my wish list and i'll try to get to it but, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. This looks like a current ass video game voted fucking Z one. So, if it was Quantic Dream developed, I would have been out because mm. it's only published. I'm like, okay, That's all right. right. Like David, I'm listening. Ca- David Cage has minimal hands. Yeah. In I it. mean, money will go to David Cage, which makes me slightly <sighs> uncomfortable. It's, yeah, it's, uh, fucking yeah. Um, Fort Solace came out. Like, was that was that announced that it was coming out that day, or was it a shadow drop? I don't know. Like, everyone seemed really confused. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, what I really appreciated appreciated about this showcase was um, Jeff Keighley being like all of us, being like, "It's another game coming out in October." I'm like, "I know, Jeff. It's too much. It's yeah. simply too much. Yeah, it's just, oh my god, something yeah. something's gonna have to get delayed." It's yeah, it's oh my god, yeah. So um, yeah, Fort Souls is out now. Um. It sounds like a game I'd like, but it the also reviews sound- have been mixed, yeah, so pretty rough. I don't know. Pretty rough. Yeah, it seems Slow like... Slow burn narrative sci-fi. Sounds cool. I dig it, but yeah, like... Yeah, with uh, Troy Baker and Arthur Clarke. And Julia Brown. Arthur Clarke. Oh, fuck it. What's his name? I do this every <laughs> goddamn time. <laughs> every time I Roger do Roger Clarke. Roger Clarke. It's right there. And what makes it even funnier, <sighs> Joel, is in this bit... They labelled Troy Baker as Roger Clark. And that was very and funny. And then Roger Clark as Roger Clark. And when they got to the to the um to Julia Brown, Easy Hours and myself were just like, please just say that she's also Roger Clark. Uh, just commit to it. it. It was very funny. Yeah. God damn. Um but yeah. yeah. Um you need to have some impressions of that around the place. That game's out now if you were interested in it. And from the developers of Mud Runner and Snow Runner comes Expeditions, a Mud Runners game. Um I gotta say, the Mud Runner series has always been something I've been like weirdly fascinated with. This version of it seems pretty cool. It looks like Death Stranding, like cars. Yeah, fuck yeah, <laughs> like, fuck yeah, that sounds great. Is this a second Strand game? I'm fucking yeah. Well, third, I guess, because Destiny came out. The basic premise is this, like you get a fucking cool camera drone that you fly across, you find the the place you're trying to go. You map it out, and then you go, all right, get my fucking sick four-wheel drive, and then I'll winch myself up the side of a sheer cliff face. This looks good. Yeah. yeah the fact you described it as fucking yeah. death draining with cars sounds... That 
that unlocked something in me that made me go, <laughs> I want to play this game. Yeah, like, honestly, it was one of those games, I was watching the trailer, I'm like, there are people who were going to be super into this. Oh, yeah. Like, and this one this one seems like the one where I'm like, oh, is this like a... Yeah, okay. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of curious about this one. This might be like, a, if down the track, if it ever got like a PlayStation Plus or it goes to Xbox if Game If it goes Pass, to PS Plus, I'll play it. Yeah. If it goes to Game Pass, I, this would be one I'd be like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, I'll load this up. Let's have a look. Um, speaking of things, I'll probably play on Game Pass and then bounce off of really quickly. Um, the Crew Motorfest is coming out September 14th. You mean Discount Forza Horizons? Uh, yeah, someone described it as <laughs> we have Forza Horizon at home, oh and I was God. like, it's, that is exactly what it's this like is. It's like slightly too mean, but a little bit accurate. It's, yeah, like, yeah, it's fine. Like, I, like I, Having said that, it's the right direction, I think, to take the Crew mm-hmm. games. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, again... I, I, I kind of want to check this out. Like, I definitely tried the crew two at some point. I was like, I could maybe have enjoyed this game at a mm-hmm. different time, but yeah, the time I tried it was not it. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. It's interesting because I think the crew two came out. Oh no, Horizon was out by then. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Fucking Horizon was. was anyway, I, yeah, I, it was for crew two, so uh, had one. yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, look, yeah. Every time I see it, apparently it's going to have a battle royale mode as well. Um, but Neat, it's guess. not doing the the same way that Forza Horizon did it. I think it's it's more so just like you fucking bashing other cars. And I'm like, oh, I really liked the Eliminator in Forza Horizon is really cool. Where it's like you you would encounter another car, like you load into a game, and it'd be like, this is the circle it's in, right? Hundred players or whatever. How many cars? You'd run into another car and you'd like initiate a race with them and it would just set automatically set a point to point race where you go, all right, get here. First one here. Uh, if you're last here, you, um, you get eliminated. And I love that. Kind of, and then you could like, if you beat them, you could take parts of their, like, you could take their car because you all start in the same car and you can like, it was really interesting the way that it was like they made a battle royale work in a racing game. Um, but yeah, this is just like, yeah, fucking smash people. And I'm like, that could be fun. The only vehicular, like, combat game I want in my life is Vigilante 8. Karen's <laughs> weekly Vigilante 8 update. I just, I can't help it. I miss it. <laughs> it's, uh, is that, but I mean, fucking, they've got Excitebyte64 coming to the online Switch Yeah, cool, online now get stuff. Vigilante 8. Vigilante 8's next on the list. That's where I, honestly, like, the 64 is where I played all my Vigilante 8, so just make it happen. <laughs> I don't know who has, where the rights are tied up, make it happen. I'm going to look that up after we finish the recording, so I'm curious Start now. a campaign. Yeah, I'm curious. Um, Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty um, is coming out, like, very soon. Uh, and they sort of showcased a lot of the cool stuff that's coming with this update that they also announced will be a free 2.0 update to the base game. Very cool. Um, like... Yeah. There's some cool stuff in this. I I must admit, I don't know where my disc copy is, and I thought maybe I could get away without having it, because I was like, I saw it in my library, and I'm like, oh, maybe I'll just reinstall it and have a look, and then, yeah, no, I haven't. I mean, I still have my disc copy, because I... I have it still, but oh, okay. it's, it's packed away. With all that stuff from Melbourne, and I can't be fucked. I don't. I didn't want to play it that much. Like this is one of those games that when I saw the reviews, I held onto my disc. I was like, mm-hmm. "They're gonna patch this. I'm yep. gonna come back to this down the line. I'm gonna finish it." And I did go back to it when Edge Runners came out, mm-hmm. and it was definitely way better. Yeah. So when this stuff comes out, I might. 
finally dip in and finish it. This seems, yeah, it seems like it's finally getting to the point where it's the game it was supposed to be. I think I just threw away a whole bunch of my cyberpunk <laughs> merch as well. Um, and knowing, knowing me, I'm going to fucking, I've, I will have done that and now I'm going to load this up and just be like, I fucking love this. Uh, but anyway, uh, that's coming out. What is the day for Phantom Liberty? Uh, it is... The screen cap had a date for it, but I it was it was because it, it was stylized. And- yeah, twenty <clears> sixth <throat> of November, September, September, September. Gosh, <laughs> my brain, my brain's leaking at my ears. It's Friday, baby. Um, yeah, so get hyped for that. And and like I said, that all the cool shit that they sort of showed in this trailer is coming to the base game as well. You don't have to have Phantom Liberty to to get all the, the neat, fun upgrades that they're actually adding to it as well. Like uh, revamped skill trees and things like that as well. So that's pretty neat. Uh, Stormgate. Uh, if you like St- uh, Warcraft and Starcraft, like some OG uh, like RTS action, um, this looks like the, 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 the joint for you. Fun fact that's listed here and was also mentioned while I was watching Kind of Funny talk about this. Chainsmokers apparently are doing music for this game. So, do you remember that, like, let me take a selfie song, and then the um, close-up, like, baby, hold me closer in the backseat of your rover. Oh. Those guys, doing some music for this game. Weird. Um, All right, cool. <laughs> fucking super weird. Like, I, no, I've got nothing against the Chainsmokers <laughs> and what they've been doing. I actually like some of their stuff, but Sure. Okay. Yep, why not? Um, I don't know. Do you have any feelings, strong feelings about Stormgate? Oh, look. Stormgate's for one by some of the ex-Blizzard guys, yeah. so I'm paying attention. Yeah. But it was nice to see gameplay, but mm-hmm. um, I kind of see more, but I'm interested. Yeah. Get hyped for that. Fucking some new bangers from the Chainsmokers as well. Uh, Phil Spencer showed up, accepted the award for being... <laughs> Xbox being the like uh, green sustainable sustainable company that Gamescom give out again. This is like the Gamescom segment of and the I show. I like that he was there and then left. <laughs> yeah, just like picked, showed up, picked up his award and then <clears throat> fucking bounced. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna look at the the last epoch. I can't remember this one. Um, Diablo like. Ah, oh, okay. Yep. I actually don't. It was, remember. It was an action RPG. I don't remember this part. I must have tuned out during this bit. Um, he talked about, like, had all the skill trees and... I, this is wow. like a blank <laughs> in my mind. I think I need to watch this again. Like, holy shit. Because then the next thing that showed up is... it a, a bit, The last epoch do you want to touch on? <clears throat> no, not really. Yeah. Um, the next thing that showed up was um, everyone's favourite fucking wildcard man from the fucking Marvel Snap team that I love every time he shows up. It just brings such chaotic energy to the stage. Um, and just tries to one-up himself every time he shows up. Uh, and this was no exception. Um, but, yeah, we got a cool uh, announcement that the a native PC version of of Marvel Snap is now available on Steam, which is pretty cool. And we got another sweet trailer with fucking Sailor Moon Squirrel Girl, who looked awesome. Like, I say, have you not logged in? Do, I haven't played Microsoft okay. in so long. There are, there are some anime cards now. That's fucking sick. There's a really cool Captain Marvel one at the moment. I'm like, I want, but it costs so much gold. Yeah, and I'm not. Right, the right. microtransactions in this game have gotten scary. Yeah, yeah. That's the one thing where I'm just like, I don't need that in my life right now. Um, yeah, anyway. 
Um, we got uh, another trailer for Armor Core 6, which that game is out now. It is now. It is available now. Yep. Uh, Buy uh, it because From Software make bangers. And also, like, if you live in Australia, fucking good luck trying to find a copy, apparently. So I've just ordered a copy to pick up from a store that's at an hour and a half drive away from me. Um, but and only I'm not doing it just... To, I'm not driving down to just get that. I am actually going to Melbourne for something else. But it just sort of worked out that way. But, uh, yeah. I actually didn't know that was the case until uh, you and your housemate, Brennan, brought that up to my attention. But... Um, Slim Pickens. Yeah. Um, but look forward to hearing us talk about that in the near future. Um, Warhaven. Uh, must have checked out this one as well. Reminds me of um, For Honor. Yeah. yeah not right. really. Yep. Described as a melee PvP multiplayer game. Not really something I'm interested in. Yeah. Uh, then we got some fucking more Mortal Kombat 1 shit. Ed Boom was there. Showed up. Having a good time. Always good to see him. Uh, yeah, showed off uh, a new character, like another one. I don't remember their name. Yeah. All I can remember is Mort- Mortaro was in there. I'm like, fucking Mortaro. You're yep. there. As a, it's only a cameo fighter, but you know what? I'll take it. Yep. I'll fucking take it. Um, fucking Raiden, actually getting to see him in action in this iteration. Some of those, like, I don't know if you, I don't know if they're combos technically, because it might just be one move. Some slick stuff, though. It looked very cool in motion. If it's anything like from what I played in Mortal Kombat 11, they very, like, the combo stuff is really interesting. Um, but yeah, man, there's some cool shit. Like, the Sindel's back with all her hair and the fucking Sindel looking. Good lord. Just ripping people's arms off and then, like. Ripped his skull out of his face. (laughs) And then there's the part where she, like, flips him upside down and, like, just cracks their legs apart. Man. This game's fucked oh God. up. I, 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 oh, man. Yeah. I think everyone oh. that has, like, mm. male genitalia is just sort of, like, cross like, their legs at that I part. I reckon nearly anyone would have. That's true. Like, yeah, I'm not going to. I'm not, not going to. Not comfortable for anyone. Yeah, just, like, being forced like, into oh, a, a Johnny Cage split. Um, yeah, anyway. Uh, Ara, um, History Untold is, like, this is, like, a... Forex strategy? C- Civ-like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Looks cool, but, like, I don't know, I have Civ 6, so it's going to it's gonna have to sell itself to me. Yeah, needs to do something a little bit different. Uh, then we got a look at uh, the, for the new season of Diablo 4. Still two months away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, for myself, personally, I booted up the season of Malignant once or twice, mm-hmm. and was like, no, nah, I'm good. Yep. I'm good. Like, it's... And it... It sucks. I like Diablo 4. Uh, seasons are for me, though, I don't think. Which is weird, because I loved the D3 seasons, but I think it's because they were doing them the old way. Now they're doing them the new way, mm-hmm. and yeah. I'm like, I'm already on the hook. They want that Destiny money. I'm on the money. Destiny hook. Yeah, they want right? that Destiny money, man. And That's... if you're going to make me pick, I'm going to pick the game that the moment-to-moment is really fun. And also, like, is Whereas... about to wrap up. It's like... Well, yeah, but also the build I want to play in D4 sucks ass right okay. now. Right, fair enough. The yeah. sor- like, I know I've buffed the Sorcerer a lot, but the Sorcerer sucked. Okay, yeah, fair <laughs> so enough. So it, may- it makes it really hard for me to be like, oh, I can't wait to play Diablo and play a class I don't really want to play. Um, mm. There's like a Vampire Hunter like uh, like companion that's coming. It's going to be voiced by Gemma Chan. 
uh, of the Eternals, and she's been in a whole bunch of other stuff as well that I can't remember off the top of my head, but she's really cool. Um, she was there to sort of talk about that, which was pretty neat. Uh, next up, good look at Dustborn, which is a game I'm pretty fucking excited about. Um, it is like a, like, uh, they, they describe it as a hope, love, friendship, and robots, uh, was sort of the tagline for this as well. Um, this looks like a, like a road trip game. Um, and man, yeah, there, there's something about this that, that really speaks to me. Uh, probably just the visual style, I think, because it's got that cell shaded look to it. Um, I saw some people sort of describing it, like comparing it to like a Hi-Fi Rush-esque kind of feel uh, in terms of its visual identity. Um, yeah, I'm excited for this game. It's coming out next year. It looks cool. Uh, I th- I'm not sure if this is a game I always used to get confused with Road 90... Was it Road 96 or was it Open Roads? Or right other game? I don't know. There's, there was there's a couple two. There's of There's Open Roads and then there's also Road 96. Okay. But this looks like Road 96, I think. Okay. There was, there was like a time where there was like a bunch of like these road trip looking... Yeah. Um, like, you know, just choice-based games. Mm-hmm. So I was like, they look cool. But there was one I was like, this one looks the coolest. And I to this day, I don't remember which one it was. <laughs> um, This one for me, I don't know. I just like the... the, the, the the dynamic they're sort of presenting between the characters that you're sort of hanging out yeah. with in the car looks really That's interesting. Um, it's got a little bit of a brawler combat feel to it as well. Um, so yeah, and that, I'm always I'm always down for something like that. <laughs> that could be a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> then we could look at thank goodness you're here, which I have no idea what it is, but I want to know more. I've got no clue. Just go watch the trailer for thank goodness you're here, and just be like as so, confused as we are. And it was also delivered with no context. No. No, it's like Dustborn finish and then like cut straight into this. Um, What's happening? Yeah, it was pretty wild. Um, And then uh, the the showcase rounded out with uh, another look at Alan Wake 2. Um, Sam Lake was there hanging out. Give me this video game. Not not until October 27th. Not until spooky season, Kyron. You need to wait. It's so funny. Again, we talked about this last week when we talked about the delay. How it just like killed alone in the dark for me just yeah. like immediately i'm like you were so you were like this close so i was like i was gonna play alone in the dark it was gonna be my halloween game mm-hmm. and then alan wake 2 is just like what if i was your halloween game it's like well i can't say no to you alan wake 2 yeah i know there's i mean it's doing some sorry david harbour it's yeah jody coma um i mean alan and wake... the guy who wrote soma it, it's it's so cool to see like Remedy being able to make what they kind of envisioned Alan Wake to be back in the day, but now, like, taking what they've learnt with the hardware and the technology they've got now and the lessons they've learnt from Control, like, this game's lending itself to some fucking wild shit. Like, the way Sam Lake was describing it and, like, contextualising the use of live action in mm-hmm. this trailer got me so excited. Yeah. And also, as a Twin Peaks fan... Hearing all the stuff about like a copy mm-hmm. that got out of a dark place or whatever they call it, like mm. I love Twin Peaks in Return mm. with evil evil Cooper coming out of the um the lodge. Like fucking get this game in my veins immediately. Yeah, like <laughs> it's even I, I started up Alan Wake Remastered last night and went back and even like starting up like my very limited 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 knowledge of uh, of Twin Peaks is like it just has that. I get it. But Weird, kooky feel to the it. The opening of that game, like, going into Bright Falls? Yeah. Yeah, like, <sighs> Remedy get it. Just that, that part when you go to the diner 
and then you yeah. encounter the the fucking old woman, and then she's like, "No, it's okay. He's he's gonna be in there for a while. Here's your key in the directions to your house." And then you get back in the car and leave, and he runs out. He's like, "Hey, you forgot your keys, Mrs. Lake." And you're like, I, I, "Mrs. Lake," and you're like, "Uh oh, oh right. no." Although I do love that, like the just got a little tangent here, but like the whole thing of um uh. Uh, Alan's wife just being like, I know she was really scared of the dark, so I got her a flashlight. And I was like, okay, like, okay, one, I can see you're setting up narrative stuff for like what's going to happen in about 10 minutes time. And two, it's just funny. It's like, it's okay, I got plenty of flashlight and plenty of batteries for it. <laughs> like, oh my God. Um, just really likes flashlights. So we've got to have a stock of batteries. <laughs> still fucking terrifying when that goes down, though. Yeah. Yeah, and you just hear a scream for the house. And this game's going to be a horror game, Joel. Oh, I can't wait. That's why I'm so nervous. I'm so bloody excited for this game. This is the thing, though. But I am like, still bitter. I have to buy it digital only yeah. for the price of that, for ex- expensive price. But it's fine. I'm going to do it because I love Remedy. I love Alan Wake. And I love Remedy. And, and I love this, Alan Wake. Yeah, <laughs> this is the thing. Like, I feel like Remedy doing horror is going to be the way that I like horror, where it's not going to be, like, fucking jump scares around every corner. It'll have a few jump scares for sure, and I can handle. I can, I can wrestle with that. Like um, there's moments of horror in Control that I fucking love. Absolutely, yeah, and that's fucking Control's one of my favorite games of all time. I fucking love that game. So, um, yeah, that's the kind of shit that I like. That, that unsettling, even like when you walk into Control, and it's you walk called into the psychological horror, and, and those are the games I like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like that shit. I like that shit to an extent. Yeah, <laughs> makes, me feel, makes me feel uncomfortable, but yeah, then anyway. Uh, and then the show wrapped up by announcing that the Game Awards will be coming back. We're going to date December 7th. So December 7th, Jeff Keighley will either have triple the security or the entire Game Awards stage will have like a barricade around it. Well, there's an interesting point brought up about like, uh, kind of funny brought up about like the fact that badge checking and stuff like that is pretty lax at these events. Because they haven't really had to worry about it. But now, because of these fucking dickheads... We're two for two now from the last... Like, oh, I guess, like, Summer Games Fest didn't have anyone. But still, this one, and then also the Game Awards, that's two out of three of the recent events that Killy's done. Yeah. I don't know. I I, I would be surprised if there wasn't more security in place at the Game Awards. Yeah, and it's just like, you know, these people have ruined it for everyone else. Yeah, yeah, no, they have. It's It's sad, but it happens. It is a shame. But, I mean, that was opening a lot live. Exactly what we kind of expected it was going to be. Um, some neat surprises in there. Yep. Good. Really enjoyed it. Uh, all right. Let's move on to our next next case. Yes, we've got some somber news. <laughs> yeah, this, is, uh, this sucks. Um, so, yeah, there's a, 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 a been a report come out that uh, Bioware is uh, laying off 50 employees. Um the studio manager, Gary McKay, announced that yesterday or so as of recording. Um, so, yeah, 50 across the board. Um, he's also said that the, um, the the studio's commitment remains steadfast when it comes to the upcoming Dragon Age Dreadwolf, which we still heard very little about. Um, Karen, how are you feeling about this? I mean, obviously, the, the overall tone is that it sucks. People have lost their jobs. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, it definitely made me more scared for Bioware if Dreadwolf doesn't land. Mm-hmm. Like, if Dreadwolf doesn't succeed, I'm a bit more scared. Yep. Um, but yeah, obviously it sucks. Um, and you never want to value pe- some people over other people. But of course. They lost a couple of big guns as mm-hmm. well. Like, um, this article points out Mary Kirby, 
who um, gave the world Varric from Dragon Age 2 and 3. And Dra- Varric's amazing. Right. Easily one of the best characters in that in that series. And um, let's pull up a name. David Gator tweeted out another per- one of the other people who they lost because of this was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me just go to his Twitter account. <laughs> oh, yep. Oh, hey. Uh, Melbourne's own David Gator. Yes, Melbourne's uh, own. <laughs> yep. Well, we're claiming him now. It's fun. Oh, no, so no, so he, he was also talking about um, Mary Kirby. Talking about, uh, I didn't actually know that, yeah, that sucks. It just sucks. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know, like, obviously I'm still very excited. Oh, yeah, there it is here. Yeah, that's why he mentioned the Mistress of the Quinari. Mm-hmm. She was also a writer responsible for STEM in Dragon Age Origins. Oh, Vivian? Oh, man. Anyway, it sucks. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm really curious to see what's going to happen with with uh, Dreadwolf at this stage because, like, like I said, we've seen nothing of this. Like, we've seen some concept art, I think, at most. We have the tease of a was it the Game Awards last year? Uh, yeah, like a, around there, they talk. They like had the logo reveal or whatever. I don't know. And uh, as I think you said on the show uh, when we've been talking about Balls Gate Three, like, must be sweating. Yeah, absolutely. It's, um, yeah. What's well, ironic, because some of the people, like, that's actually, that's what it was. David Gator pointed out, one of the people that laid off is one of the, um, like, the old guard at Bioware, who actually was there when they, ironically enough, made Baldur's Gate 1. Wow. <laughs> so, like, yeah. Jesus. Like, yeah. Um, obviously, yeah, you know, uh, hopefully all those people, uh, yeah, move uh, on to, to, okay. um, different positions and, and find their feet. A lot easily. So. Hopefully, I don't butcher the pronunciation, but um, yeah, Lucas Chris Johnson. They used to call him Old Man Luke and Ryder Alpha. He'd been there since BG One. Wow. Ryder behind Joker and um Minsk, but I remember Joker obviously because Mass yeah. Effect. But, Fuck um, yeah, man. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, never a good, never good news. But yeah, you have to wonder. Was I like I, I feel like I spent like the last five years worrying about Bioware. Well, yeah, I'm, yeah, they seem to be on like uh, on the knife's edge at the moment, which is not a great place to be. Um, but speaking of Baldur's Gate three, we also had a report this week. Oh that, baby, yeah. Um, so Larian Studios are dropping the split screen for Baldur's Gate three on <coughs> Series S. Uh, as their solution to be able to bring it to Xbox consoles and this, later this year. This happened thanks to a meeting with Phil Spencer at Gamescom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so they, he went and collected his award and he went yeah. and fucking sat down with Larry in Studios. And it's so funny, like, because I don't imagine Phil Spencer... Like, I know Phil Spencer's a pretty chill dude. Yeah. But if I think if Baldur's Gate wasn't sitting on par with Tears of the Kingdom, mm-hmm. maybe he wouldn't have been super worried. But you see... You see, like, the Zelda game sitting on 96, and then Larian makes Baldur's Gate 3 and matches it, and you're like, why is this not on my platform? Mm-hmm. I know I said we would have parity across platforms, but I think I'm going to have to be willing to let that slip to get this damn game yep. into the Xbox family. Like, it just, come on. And it's an interesting situation, because, like, I mean, the Series S always seems like such a, uh, uh, like a great product for, like, a lot of people. Um, I mean, I have one. Like, yeah, I, no, I love yeah. my Series S. It's great. But in these sort of circumstances, if this, this if this was my one console that I had that I could afford, but you know, I I, I think if you are only going to pick one console, you probably shell out for the Xbox Series X. But um, 
yeah, I think this was, is the right choice to make, honestly. It was admirable that Phil Spencer kept up for so long that if you bought a game on X or S, would play the same. Maybe there'd be, like, resolution or frame rate differences, but ultimately <laughs> the game itself would be the same. But, again, it, it, taking that stance, you risk missing your your audience, your console users, missing out on Baldur's Gate 3. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no. This is one of those things where I saw the story and I'm like, I'm glad it's happened because I want Xbox players to play this game. It's an incredible video game. Well, I mean, like, even Larian, though, like, they're going back on their own word as well, saying that, like, split screen yeah, co-op true. was... Yeah, was, was, uh, They called it a must. Yep. A must-have feature. And it is, so. like, they... they in, they kept it in Divinity One and Two, so it's a feature they usually love shipping with. And I mean, it is it is a great feature because it is amazing, especially games like this. Yeah, exactly. It would be great to sit down with a friend and like sit in the one room and and play together, play through a little session of this together. So, um, but at least again, at least Xbox users will have the option. It's coming, so it will be coming later this year. Yes, no date, obviously, but at least now that this has been locked in, Larian can move ahead with getting that that port done. Yeah. Um, so yeah, good on Larian for sort of negotiating and good on Xbox and like Phil Spencer. They come to the table, like, yeah, yeah, again, I, you couldn't ignore it. Like, no. Baldur's Gate reviews, it's too good. Like, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. Um, so, uh, on the, you know, 20, well, 23rd for us. It, it was literally the same night as opening night live. <laughs> exactly. So uh, whilst opening night live was happening, there was also something else that was very, very, very near and dear to one of the hosts of this show's hearts. Um, Kyron, I'll let you take over here, uh, because we had a, uh, uh, a destiny showcase. I'm going to keep it light. Yeah. Cause it was a lot. It's a lot of information. They basically talked about final shape. The, the big end of the light and dark saga for Destiny 2, but not the end of Destiny 2. Very important to state that. Talked about that. Talked about the new season, which is now out, and I played a little bit of. Revealed the raid that's coming, that's being reprised from Destiny 1 and coming out next Friday. Um, and yeah, briefly detailed the structure going ahead for Destiny. Mm-hmm. So again, I won't keep it. I won't go into too super in-depth. If there's anything Joel wants to talk about, he can bring it up. But mm. let's start at the big gun at the top. So Final Shape, the big last expansion in the world of Dark, the Saga of Light and Dark. Uh, they talked a lot about how it's going to work. They talked about the inside of the Traveler, which is the giant dome, the giant sphere that's been hanging over planet Earth for the entire duration of the Destiny series. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be like a. Um, they're being they're being super cagey about it, cause, and I get it because I want to keep it yeah. secrets. This is, this is it. This, this is, is this is like this is it. For them. Yeah. For, for like again like because let's be honest a lot of destiny players will probably be like cool i can i can sit i can sit down i'm You're like i'm free i'm free of yeah. like obviously they're continuing to go but this is a good place to get out if you're looking to get out um but yeah so they describe what the inside what this new um zone will be like and it's it's looking like it's gonna be again i can't blame them because it's too good you can't resist it lots of trips down memory lane Mm-hmm. So obviously the, tra- the inside of the travel is like reflecting our characters and the journeys they've been on. Showed a lot of Destiny 1's tower in there. I'm like, fuck, Destiny 1, man. That was like, as of recording nine years ago, I played that fucking yeah. game. 10 years. It'll be, as ten of, when year this plan. comes out, the 10-year plan will come ten to fruition. 10-year plan. Um, but um, what I like about what I talked about is, so obviously they've said, again, they've said it time and time again, one of the biggest components of Lightfall is the story was... Well, it feels incomplete. 
They later revealed that was because their plan was to finish telling the story for the seasons throughout the year. Uh, the Final Shape story will be finishing in the Final Shape. So right. that's it. And to, to um, back this up, they're going for a... They're really pushing the urgency. Like, we're going to... When our characters get inside the Traveler through this portal that the Witness opened, like, essentially a year ago, he's had a full year... It's had a full year in there. Right. <laughs> so they're like, <clears throat> you log in, you boot it up on day one, you play the campaign, and it is like, it is... You're going straight there. Fuck. That, you are on mm. the... You are heading to a Witness's, like, it's got this massive tower or whatever... Your job is to go there and beat him. Once you beat him, the rest of this new zone will open up. And who knows what will happen now at this point. Like, that's what they're being really cagey about. They're like, yeah, you come in, you go through, you beat the campaign, you fight the witness, and then the world opens up. I'm like, what does that mean? What, what? what does that mean? <laughs> what? <laughs> I am excited to watch a My Name is Bye video <laughs> to, get myself, to get myself up to speed with everything that's happened and also have many, many, many in-depth conversations with you about that. Yeah. Um, cause yeah, I look, I'm probably going to play this because Cade's back, baby. Yeah, I mean, among everything else, Cade's back. Like, fuck yeah. Nathan, like voiced by Nathan Fillion and fuck everything. Fuck yes. Like, let's fucking go. Um, and yeah, I, 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 I'm excited for you to be able to like experience this and have this sort of like, I can't even say that I've been there the entire time because I did have like two or three years off Destiny when I was like, oh, "Fuck Destiny too, man." Yeah, but you did the work though, and like you did the backstory, and you you did the you did the, you did the hard jobs. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, but you know, you did the work and and, and like sat down and then I did watch a lot of twenty-minute YouTube videos. <laughs> yep, that's it. Hey, look, but that's you know, but um, yeah. So it is. It's so weird to feel this nostalgic about it, but obviously they're bringing back the Become Legend stuff from the original destiny one thing i'm so fully prepared for be like because obviously when you play destiny they have these things called titles where if you achieve all the things in a thing like a season or expansion or raids or anything mm -hmm. it's gonna be legend for what either for this or for finishing the raid which is yep. where we're gonna um beat the witness once and for all which means i have to raid which i haven't done yet <laughs> i have to yep. find a way to make that happen but yep. um yeah i it's gonna, and, be, it's gonna be weird, and I, I feel like this raid's gonna be fucking no holds barred. Like this is gonna be. Pretty See, I'm not sure. I reckon they're gonna they have to strike a middle ground because they have said that True. you're if you like obviously you will if you finish the game you'll get the story, mm -hmm. but if you want to like to beat the witnesses it has to be a raid boss. It could yeah. not you could not have put the witness up as this big ultimate boss mm -hmm. and be like ah oh, you fight him with threes no problem you just beat him like no it's taken like six man teams to beat smaller threats so like he had to be a raid boss yeah, so i don't no, know it does make sense it'll be interesting to see how they do that they will be backed up by the looking for group stuff they're bringing in next season which will mm -hmm. be basically i think a mechanic baked in where you can queue up for games with randoms which i know it sounds weird but you can't do that yet <laughs> yeah I, but i mean they've been sort of like trying various different ways of incorporating this, yes like starting it with um uh looking for, for like dungeon yeah like walkthroughs and, stuff. and like and having and like, like having the, the sherpas and the stuff sherpas. like guided games and all that yeah so they've been trying to make it work and they just decided to like screw it so it, like again that's i'm not going too deep in but they're adding a full in like lfg look for look for group you can set tags for yourself mm -hmm. so people will know what sort of player you are what content you want to do how chill you are all that sort of stuff so that's cool final shape's looking good there's a the cg trailer is exciting bungie 
do good trailers and yeah. good music and mm-hmm. they certainly get you pumped up with the idea it's just like it's small touches in the trailer but they show like other guardians with armor sets where you're like oh that's the fucking trials armor from last season that's for um season of a haunted armor it's just like oh, fuck you guys <laughs> yeah you bastards so the culmination it really is within there there'll be like new supers new weapon types, all that sort of stuff. New enemy types, the subjugators, which is sort of like a twist on the Tormentors from Lightfall. Okay. But they have Strand and Stasis. Uh, so okay. that should be interesting. They're, yep. gonna, they're like like lieutenant sort of boss characters that'll come in at the end of waves and sort of, you're fighting ads and you're just like, oh God, here comes the boss. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get like that, the, the filter on the edges of the screen. You're like, oh boy, it's boss fight time. Yep. Um, They talked about their new structure. So currently Destiny's structure is four seasons a year. And that's really it. In so in, in each of those seasons, like usually season one has a dungeon. No, season one has a raid, season two has a dungeon, season three has a reprise raid from Destiny One, and season four has a dungeon again. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, those each have like one hundred level battle passes. They're moving in a different direction by having three episodes per year. Uh, and those episodes were broken up into three six-week acts, and they will all have quests, stories, weapons, blah, 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 blah. So yeah, again, that's that's interesting, because... I kind of like this. Yeah. yeah, Destiny fans have been wanting to shake up the four-season thing a bit, so we'll see if this is the solution. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it, the reason it worries me is, like, having new content every six weeks... Like, I already feel like with how Destiny works, I'm like, I've got to log it into my Destiny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll get in there and do it. Uh, so having more frequent content is neat, but yeah. my my precious calendar. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Obviously, they're going to talk about it more. So we'll see in the future how that's going to go. Uh, they brought back some... Old, they've got added submissions to visit timeline where basically you can go and do a mission for like a brief sort of summary of each of the expansions, which means they have brought back Cade's Fate from Forsaken, which I guess makes sense because they vaulted Forsaken... They're bringing back Cade and Lightfall. Everyone's going to be like, who's Cade and why should I care? Yeah. So it makes sense to bring him back in some capacity. Be like, okay, look, he was fucking the best. And, also, and now he's dead. Also, too, that fucking... The cutscene's amazing. It's so, so fucking good. I was watching the pre-show for this with... um, And they basically spent the entire, like, 40-minute pre-show was, like, pretty much all the CG trailers and stuff leading up that's great and the full Cade cutscene played I'm like fuck this cutscene it's so good it's just amazing watching him fight is so it's just so cool and like fight knowing that like because he knows I mean he doesn't know until his ghost gets destroyed yeah that's true yeah and up until then he's having a great time like he he like dodges out of a way of like one of the enemies and like gestures towards him like flicks that's, like, it's yeah like, very true he's having a blast and then his ghost gets taken out and then he knows he's in trouble but um yeah so that's just a good idea to further tackle the struggle that is trying to wrangle destiny's story into a a format that people who are coming in for the final shape can tackle and understand this nine-year adventure as mm-hmm. some of these guardians have been on um, then, of course, there is the new season, which is Season of a Witch, which, again, I won't talk too much about because I'll probably play more of it this weekend and I'll bring it for its next season. But what I will say is it already feels better than the last one. Uh, season of a Deep was cool, but um, the underwater stuff kind of got a bit old and the story didn't really land for me, even though I love, you know, the planet Titan being returned to us. This one is immediately feels like stakes are being raised, and story is pushing forward. 
with certain important characters taking on transformations in a way where you're like, that's a big deal, and we're really moving the power power scale up for us to fight against some pretty tough foes. Yeah, you and you and your housemate Brennan were explaining mm. this to me before when we watched this trailer, and I was like, that sounds fucking amazing. Well, yeah, well, you, cause you'll actually be able to sort of at least understand the stakes, right? Because at the end of the last season, it was revealed we need the help of Sabathun, the Witch Queen, mm-hmm. who we did kill in the Witch Queen. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are teaming up with, well, we've met up with Amaru, her mm-hmm. ghost. And he's like, okay, I will bring back Savathun to help you, but you need to get rid of her sister, which is like the hive god of war. So that's that's sort of what we're up against. So we, we won't get the help from our former enemy, which is already making a lot of our allies um, uneasy. Mm-hmm. Like there's a really, one of the items has a really good lore entry between uh, everyone's favorite uh, couple, Osiris and St. Fourteen, talking about it. And it's just like, that's what this story is sort of needed, more of this interesting conflict. Yeah. And again, it's it's like, to go, to, to make the easiest comparison, it's like where everyone likes Loki, right? Yeah. Sobathun is an interesting character because she's all about deception and she just she just mixes everything up. Who doesn't like an uneasy alliance? It's just, absolutely, you can yeah. say no. Um, Especially so yeah, like an 11th hour one as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, Literally, like, without this alliance, we don't succeed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we have to, we really have to make it happen. For sure. Um, but again, I'll play a bit more this weekend. I'll probably talk about that in full next week. But the other big change is the um, seasonal progression. Uh, previously, it was like you would go to a, a table and just, like, check off boxes. This one's sort of been changed into a, a deck of cards of sorts. Mm-hmm. So you go through and just as you're playing the game, you're collecting these cards you go back, you pick a card, and it gives you a bounty, which you do, and then you do the bounty, and you unlock this card that has a, like a, a, a perk on it. And then when you get enough, I think you need five at least, you basically make a little deck. Right. And that deck comes into play in like the seasonal activities and gives you some modifiers as you're playing through these these um, um activities. And what I will say, Joel, is I had some flashbacks to our good old days in another Taken King mm-hmm. in one of the activities, which is like the Altars of Summoning. But basically, you have to run around to these three altars and like fight bosses. But yep. you can insert things into them to make to modify them. So, like, we spent a lot of time in, at, at the Court of Oryx. I think it was the Court of Oryx. Yep, yep. Oh. Just like just like inserting items. Me like, yeah, I'll fight this boss and just like, and it, it's shit like that. I love about Destiny. It's like logging in and just doing this random event with like. Three of us, and then like three randos just jump in. Yeah, and then a- automatically you f- you bond to those other three randoms. <laughs> yep, yeah. Just us fucking like, clanning around trying to figure our way out through things. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, so it's good. good. Um, and yeah, then reprise Raven Destiny one coming next September. Uh, next next September. Next week, September first. Uh, kicking off with a world's first race, of course, which will be um forty eight hours of just like fucking hard as shit version of a raid. First person, first team to finish, first team of six to finish it gets a belt, like a proper raid belt. That's pretty cool. So cool. That's fucking um, sick. And they're usually fun to watch. The last raid was over surprisingly quick, so yeah, we'll see how this one goes. It was like like four hours. Yeah, or it was wasn't not it? long. Yeah, was- and like usually they're like at least like well they in the past have been like twelve hours or so. Yeah, this one's a bit different because it's a reprise one. Everyone sort of knows what to expect. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to see what they do to mix it up. So I don't mm-hmm. know. We'll see. Um, and yeah, this weekend is a Witch Queen trial. If you're like <laughs> curious about Destiny and don't mind being a bit confused, uh, Destiny, the bit that 
currently the best expansion you can play. Uh, yeah, I agree. Witch Queen is available until August 27th for free. Yeah, Witch Queen's fucking sick. It's really good. Yeah, I really, really liked good. it. Yeah, I really enjoyed Witch <clears throat> Queen. Um, but uh, yeah, that's our, 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 our Destiny Again, update. <laughs> I could go in on all of it, but it would be way too long and way too boring. There's a lot of minutiae in there. Honestly, there are YouTubers who do it better. Uh, all you need to know is that this was a pretty important showcase, and I think it went pretty well. Yeah. Bungie kind of needed the win, I guess. Lightfall didn't do well. The last two seasons have been shaky. Players have been getting pretty vocal. Um, so, yeah. This was good. I feel optimistic. That's good. That's what you want to Especially heading into, like, the big this is climactic yeah. expansion. Like, yeah. you kind of want to... I would hate to be still sitting where I was after Lightfall being like, I just didn't... I didn't stick it. Mm-hmm. Like, they missed it. I don't know. But now I'm feeling good again. <laughs> good. Um, speaking of heading into the one final climactic conclusion, um, uh, some some bittersweet news. Uh, I think just after we finished recording last week, I think it was. Was it? Oh my no! No, so I'm only a couple of days later. Yeah, yeah, uh, earlier this week. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, legend, legendary voice actor and just all round wonderful human being, Charles Martinet, the voice of Mario and other various Nintendo Super Mario characters, has uh, is stepping back from the role. He he has officially stepped back. He is now taking on a new position as. Uh, Mario Ambassador. So he's just going to be, yeah, always talking about how much he loves Mario. That's and, which, and I think they are talking about, it seems like they mentioned, like, going places and meeting more people. So maybe he'll do more appearances and stuff, mm-hmm. which would be cool. Which he has we, been doing a lot of lately. We met him at one of the EB Expos and it was fucking awesome. It was the best. I just, I, I will never forget going, like, walking up to him and just being like, oh, huge fan, like, lovely to meet you. And he's like, oh, yeah. And it was like, oh, my God. And then we stood next to him to get a photo taken, and he just went, wahey. And I was like, oh, my fucking God. You like it just, just Mario. It broke my brain. <laughs> and I just remember you and I walking away just giggling and just being so excited that we just met this uh, this wonderful human being. And he was so lovely. He was. And just such a lovely human being. Um, and I loved, yeah, Nintendo put out a, like, a, a Nintendo of America put out, like, a, a press statement, a uh, block of text on a red screen, um, uh, classic uh, Twitter post. Um, but uh, he replied to that statement by saying, my new adventure begins. You are all number one in my heart. Hashtag woohoo. Um, so, yeah, all the best to Mr. Martinet. So, let's just get this out of the way. There's a direct coming soon, isn't there? Right, like, yeah. Like, they mentioned in their message... Like, keep an eye out for a special video message with Shigeru Miyamoto and Charles himself, which we'll post at a future date. It feels like, again, I don't want to read too much into it. Obviously, there's something they had planned for a while. It'll um, be a, yeah, one to, like a Wonder Direct, like yeah. a focus on that. I don't know. They usually, reckon? they usually have a September Direct. Like, okay. They're pretty, they, they usually do. Well, I reckon. The, <laughs> like, the, they usually do. The end or the start of that will be. Because we've seen Super Mario Wonder, but I feel we like saw they'll like go two minutes of it. They'll get, they'll go to that, that in depth. Like yes. here's how the map looks like, and that's the thing. Know. And we're probably going to hear more of a new Mario's voice, so exactly. I think that's why this is happening. Yeah. Um. I again, I don't want to read too much into it. I know that some YouTubers have been at Nintendo World New York. I don't know if there's like demos or like previews happening for it mm. or something. Either way, I know a lot of people in the industry are talking about oh, there's a there's a lot of embargoes going around right now of, of like Gamescom is people. happening right now. Nintendo yeah. is at Gamescom. 
they're not necessarily like they've got tournaments on the show floor but who knows what else they've got behind or anyway that's all speculation but mm-hmm. I don't know. It just feels like this is getting ahead of something, right? Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. why would they have not just left it for the direct or something? This was just like, yeah, like I think, yeah, you're right. It was like a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, it was, for like, us. It was like, all right, woke. I was, I think, just before I went to bed, it was just like Charles Martinet stepping back from the voice of Mario. I was like, what the fuck? You can't yeah. drop this on me when I'm about to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I was like, huh? I'm like, I gotta tell everyone. So, um, yeah, uh, obviously, yeah, it also makes kind of sense. He's 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 getting on. Um, he can't be. He can't do it forever. He probably could, but like, you know, it is probably, you know, a good chance, a good time now to sort of maybe take a step back and let some yep. fresh blood come in, whoever that may be. Um, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting Love thoughts. Love Charles. Yeah. Big ups to Charles. But I think that's an episode, Karen. I think it is. Yeah. Bring us home. As always, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. We do appreciate you lending us your ears. I also apologize if I said at any point like I've been dying. There was a point there I think about towards the end of Opening Night Live where I think I ceased to exist for a while. Yeah. Um, I have recovered. Yeah. I got my second wind. Don't know how where that happened, but it did. Uh, but it, of course, if you want to support us, you can throw, show us love on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on with reviews, thumbs up, shares, just look us up at dialogue options. Um, and also while you're there, check out some of the other story mode stuff. Most importantly, love letters. Yes. Most recent episode was with uh, Lauren talking about Lost, I, I believe. I think so, yeah. Yes. So go give that a listen and also give them, give them some love because honestly, we love them. So you owe it to them as much as you do to us. Jeez. Absolutely. Um, of course, social media platforms, you can follow us on Twitter. Like, we have Facebook and Instagram, but I really post on Twitter. Yeah. Where you can find us at Dialogue Options. And of course, don't forget to go and follow Love Letters and the Story Mode AUS accounts as well. Because you know what? Why not? And no, I'm, I still, I'm not calling it X. No. They even called it Twitter in opening that live and I was like, yes. vindication. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the like- fight back began. It's, I, I love. I think there was a site we saw before. We were reading an article. It was like posted on X, parentheses previously known as Twitter. It was like, no, people aren't letting it go because it's called it's Twitter.com. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, as for our individual accounts, you can find me where I am at Lemon Man X, where apart from any opening night live or Destiny adjacent tweets, oh, Persona Three. There was a good. There was a good Persona Three Reload trailer. Mm-hmm. They. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I retweeted a picture of Koromaru. Looks good. Can't wait. But um, what I was going to talk about, because you know what? Nothing like getting a bit salty. Uh, is a Command & Conquer mobile game coming? Mm. And I hate it already. Uh, awesome. I don't, I don't usually hate games before I play them, <laughs> but I take exception with a mobile phone version of Command & Conquer. No thank you, EA. Uh, legitimately, though, that makes sense. Like, that should... How can you fuck that up? That actually makes a lot of sense to have, like... That one-to-one control over, like... Oh, no, I'm, like, again, I don't know how the games... I just don't, I don't want it. I want okay. I want a PC one, please, EA. <laughs> you yeah. did the remastered version of Tiberian Dawn and Red Alert 1. Do Sun and Red Alert 2. Cowards. Joel, where can I find you? Uh, you can find me at Jolly Mac, where I haven't posted anything for, like, two weeks. That's the spirit. <laughs> I, yeah, I've... I just... I legitimately haven't posted. I opened it up and I was like, huh, it's the same stuff I talked about last week when we finished up recording an episode... Um, yeah, so come find me over there for... For nothing. <laughs> nothing, yeah. I'm sure I'll post something again soon. Coming, getting closer to packs and things like that as well. Yes. Maybe I'll put up some photos from my from my book week costumes this week, which I, do, I was very, oh, yeah, very proud of. Yeah, you sent, fo- you sent photos on the other social medias. I did, They yeah. were good. They were very I good. Um, and yeah. you all missed out. 
culminating today in uh, like my I always try and do a partner costume with my son. Um, and uh, this year we uh, squatted up to be I was Ash Ketchum and he was my Pikachu. And I don't know, just wearing that costume felt right. Like it just felt good to wear. I think it was the gloves. It had gloves as well. And I was like, this feels good. I gotta say, as someone who works in books, thank God book week is over. Yeah, I, I got can, real sick of it. Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. <laughs> anyway, that working somewhere that like that is involved with books or selling costumes. Well, guess what? The store I work at does both. You did both. Yeah, visited your store quite a few times. Oh, anyway, oh god. Um, yeah, you can find me at Jolly Mac where I haven't been too much. <laughs> But I'll put some posts. Wow, I'll, very compelling. I'll put some pictures up tonight. It's fine. It's okay. By the time this goes out, there'll be pictures there. All right. So Two. you're you're calling pastoral a liar then? Yeah. Watch me as I don't do that. Good. Yeah. Well, then future. Then okay. This is again. The timelines are getting too confusing. <laughs> so I'm gonna let a wonderful outro take us out, and we'll see you all next time. Bye. Options podcast.